Hello, non-productive universe, and welcome to the inaugural edition of Non-Productive's Wrestling Review. I'm Big Papa Pete, joined Mike side by Longshot Ken, and we'll be bringing you a quick 10 count of all the most important happenings you may have missed in wrestling this week. Without further ado, let's jump in with number one. All right, definitely my number one has to go to Raw for this past week during the Miz and Apollo Crews match. Now, I'm going to be honest, Pete. I know you're not a fan of the Miz that much. You and not I have at gone. all. Yeah, we've had a lot of arguments about him. I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's a great heel for the company, and I love seeing him w- w- with the intercon strap. It belongs on him, and I'm you know now that he's retained it against his match with Crews this past Monday, I'm looking at it as he's good to go. There's no point in even making him, you know, a consideration for the Elimination Chamber and any chance of a shot at the world title at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, no. That's not happening. <laughs> I wonder who will get there. We'll get there later. We'll definitely be talking about that later. Okay, number two. Number two is the Bobby Roode versus Rusev match. Glorious. Solid, solid match. Very happy to see it. There was some, uh, you got to see some classic old school heel manager action from Aiden English. Which I find hard to believe in a way. I mean, I get it. Uh, but Rusev is over with the crowd right now. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like two faces were in that ring. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I was very pleased that, uh, that they kept the title on Rude which I think is where it should be at the moment. Currently, yeah. Uh, Despite the fact that Rusev is probably uh, at the height of his popularity at the moment. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's crazy. And because of just the personalities in the ring, uh, it made for a good match regardless in my eyes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but definitely keep the strap on Rude for a while. I'd love to see him hold on to it up till Mania and see, give him a good shot, give him a good push. Give them the the, uh, the main stage. Yeah, very happy with uh, with the result of that match, if not the ending of it. Which brings us to number three, RKO out of nowhere. Oh. Uh, Randy Orton shows up at the end of the Rude Rusev match and RKO's Rude. Then RKO's English yeah. and Rusev. I mean, where What's are we he going? doing? What are, where are we going with he, this? I don't know. Uh, I mean, as far as we know, he's not in a contender spot. He's mm-hmm. not. He's, he's not part of the uh, the, uh, the 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 chamber, is he? I'm not I sure. I don't believe actually. so. So, well, well, no, well, no, because he's on SmackDown. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Wrong show. Yeah. No worries. But uh, I think this could have potential if uh, Randy is now the uh, the bitter veteran. If this is actually him taking a uh, a, a heel turn, if you will. And it's not not that he was exactly face, but being more aggressive and coming out with a chip on his shoulder, wanting to take out the entire locker room. It's like if if this is setting up a feud with Rude or Rusev, I'm disappointed. If this is setting up a feud with Randy Orton and the entire SmackDown roster, if he comes out and you know guns blazing, kind of like a Punisher yeah, kills the Marvel Universe kind of deal, yeah, RKO and everybody out of nowhere. You never know where the where the where the viper is going to strike next. Which we, we this used could to be see very early. good. We yeah. see that early on, and I, yeah, you know what? And I always found uh, Orton was always best as as heel. Mm-hmm. You know, even back in the days when he was like beating up the McMahons and everything else. And but, I, I like him. I, I don't like him so much as a heel. I like him as an Austin type antihero. Yes, different personality. But oh, yes. definitely. But playing filling that same role. 
Yeah, I definitely. I mean, if that's where they're going with it, I'd be down for it. If this is just a way for him to say, uh, I'm coming after the Intercon, it's, uh, I mean, um, yeah. is it, no, the U.S. title. Yeah. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's, yeah, we'll see uh, how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but moving on. Number four, Jason Jordan. This is uh, not a, a TV angle here, folks. Yeah, a lot of uh, rumors and speculation about what's been going on, but now we do kind of have confirmation. Of we what... definitely have confirmation from the WWE that Jason Jordan underwent neck surgery uh, this week to repair a vertebrae that was pinching a nerve. Uh, supposedly, it's minimally invasive surgery. At the moment, right now, we have no idea how long Jason Jordan's going to be out of action. This is correct. I mean, you, you could say this. I mean, it, it has to do with any kind of neck neck or back mm -hmm. injury at all whatsoever. I love that they actually played him up all the way until the very last minute. Yeah. Because he was on the show Monday night, and the next day, he mm -hmm. was at the doctor's. Yeah. So I'm hoping in that respect, it's not as bad. It's not that bad, and it's something that is manageable, and he'll you know, come back soon, maybe in time for mania. I am hoping that he takes all the time that he needs to be healthy and, uh, and not endanger his body at all. And if that means that I don't get to see him on TV, I am very, very happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I hope he does make a, a great recovery and, uh, real quick, I'm curious to see now because of the angle, poor Seth Rollins. Yeah. Poor Seth Rollins. He lost, he lost his, uh, his partner, Dean Ambrose. He got set up with, with Jason Jordan. Now he's out. What are we going to do with poor Seth Rollins? I, I'm hoping we get him something good. So do I. Uh, may, maybe, maybe he can get a spot in the club. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Okay, moving on. We have Zane, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens from SmackDown. This Main is, event. This has been going on for some time. I think going back since uh, the beginning of uh, December. There's this whole thing with them being best buds, mm -hmm. taking over, wanting uh, the whole Ever thing. Ever since Zayn yeah. moved back over to... Uh to suspect them. Now, correct me if I mean, you got to help me out here because I, was I wasn't really an NXT guy, Pete. Mm -hmm. But um, last I heard, I mean, Zayn and, and Owens had some incredible matches in NXT. Zayn together. and Owens have had matches together going all the way back to when they first started training. Were they buds in NXT? They were. Well, I, honestly, I, that I don't remember. I think they must have started off. They've always had this, uh, this frenemy relationship going on. It, it, uh, it, yes, they they were best buds at one point in NXT. I was like, is Kevin Owens just a really lonely guy? I mean, before that, <laughs> he had Jericho, and they did the whole best friend angle, and now Jericho's gone, and now we got Sami Zayn, and he just picked up another best friend, and now all of a sudden, we've got this yeah. weird angle going on where they were going to get a title shot together. Well, they did. And then they had that at Royal of Rumble. Of course, he lost, and then then they lost, which shocked me because that would have been a really cool angle to play. Yeah. You know, I would have loved to have seen where that where that's gone. And then we have the match where they're up against each other, and it was for a number opinion, one contender, for contender number one spot. contender against AJ Styles uh, at at Mania. Uh, no, at no, Fastlane. At, at Fastlane. Mm -hmm. And now, thanks to uh, the finish of that one, it's going to be Fastlane's just going to be a rehash of Royal Rumble. I know, I know, it's different because Rumble was two on one. And this is th this is a triple threat, but it's still it's all the same players. It's not that interesting. And I think they had a very good opportunity there when AJ Styles uh, when Sami Zayn was pushing AJ Styles buttons, and AJ Styles shoved Sami Zayn. Yeah. They had the opportunity to give uh, Sami Zayn the win via DQ. 
Right. And set up Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles at Fastlane, which then you could have have Kevin Owens interfere and cost Sami Zayn the match there, and you set up the obvious Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, which is where it looks like we're headed. Oh, of course. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, come on. Was anyone going to deny that the, the Mania match for the title isn't going to be AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura? Oh, no, no. That's, that's I mean, come on. almost set in stone now. Yeah, so, I mean... It, for me, they, all this kind of falls flat now. Yeah, I'm I'm more disappointed that it's it's just we're just going to see Owens and Zayn again. Uh, they, it's not that they ever do a bad match. It's just space it out. Something new. Yeah, do you know space it out? Do, do something else. Yeah. If you want to come back and revisit that, go for it. But not kill this right now for me. In, yeah. my, in my opinion. Okay, that brings us to number six. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey backstage mm-hmm. getting ready for a match. We seem to have a little bit of a, 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 a bickering between the two of them. Yeah. And in a weird way, I mean, they play the whole friends angle since they've all come up to, to the big leagues. Yes, yeah, somewhat. They play off the NXT friendship that they had a lot. But mm-hmm. now it seems like we're kind of getting back to where that NXT was when they ended, when Sasha came up and Bailey was still in NXT, and they had that incredible rivalry going into that, uh, that the Iron first, Woman the match. first ever Iron Woman match, which was amazing. That was, Absolutely. Like, what, two years ago? And if that's something that they're building for Mania, I would love to see this. What do you think? I mean, I know you're you're, you're a fan of, of Bailey yeah. too. I mean, what do you think of this? It's, uh, it's not bad. Um... I, I'm glad to see them coming up with a women's program that is not just about the championship because there's only one yeah. per show and you can only do so much with your roster that way. Right. Uh, moving on uh, to the Bailey versus Asuka match, which was an excellent match as far as I'm concerned. Incredibly solid in my eyes. Yeah, Bailey did a very good job. Um, she was obviously working very hard to make that match good and i hate to say it but she's suffering from the same two problems that she's had since she came up from nxt and that is that creative doesn't seem to have any idea what to do with her and some people might not like this but i think she oversells everything even the weakest offense and that can be very useful when you're trying to play an underdog who overcomes initial setbacks and finally wins the match but when you're being booked to lose, it just makes you look like you've got a glass jaw and don't belong there in the first place, which is absolutely not true for Bailey. Bailey deserves to be there 100%. I agree with you, but in regards to just this match, that's exactly what I think they want, especially how they've been pushing Oscar right now. I think they want her to be this this incredible force, and unfortunately, currently, until they can find a way to take her off of her pedestal... Everyone that's going to have to get in the ring with her is going to have to oversell all of her moves. Number eight, Bliss versus Angle. Well, in the in on talking. mic, yeah. <laughs> on mic, <laughs> Alexa Bliss uh, and Kurt Angle discussing her uh, championship defense in the elimination chamber. Right. Um. You know what? You and I talked about this earlier, but in a weird way, I I do see some of the uh, truth coming out in the storyline, and it's. It came out in the line where Bliss told Angle that he wasn't booking her matches. And as a part of this is why, you know, I'm not competing. Mm. My question is, 
literally backstage, what is the company doing and why haven't they been actually literally booking her for matches? Well, that is that is interesting. Alexa Bliss's point that she made was that uh, Brock Lesnar doesn't have to defend his title at Elimination Chamber, so why right. does she have to? I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Uh, Miss Bliss, I've watched Brock Lesnar. I hate Brock Lesnar, but you, Miss Bliss, are no Brock Lesnar. Uh, is that is that good? I mean, I, actually, that's kind of good <laughs> and bad if you, when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, well, take it as you want. <laughs> Number nine, uh, the mixed match challenge on facebook yes. has been going for three weeks now yes and rumor has it that wwe behind the scenes the brass is not happy with the ratings that they that it's been getting all right let me let me just jump in right there mm-hmm. how can you be upset about the ratings when it's on a completely brand new platform that you're not even 100 percent how many people are going to be a part of or, or you know on, you know, expect mm-hmm. to go on a watch how are you gauging what your ratings are in the first place, and what what are you looking for right off the bat? Yeah, I mean it, it's a hard sell, especially now with all the all the social media options out there. But there's other things too, Pete. I mean, I know you had a, you have a big concern about watching it, about how and when you 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 can actually watch this. Yeah, uh, well, to say nothing of the fact that I think um, mixed tag match is a format with li- limited appeal. Uh, the problem you have is you've got your audience sitting there watching SmackDown yeah, on their TV, probably in groups, and now you expect them to switch and watch it on their phones or their computers. Correct. Uh, and this is very difficult if you've got a group and you're not going to sync everything up. Most platforms don't have a way of watching facebook live or facebook watch mm-hmm. on their uh tvs most set top boxes don't have that going for this them. is true certainly not any sort of native app so you're you're splitting up your audience and you have no smooth way for people to continue watching i think that's costing them a lot of viewers especially when right afterwards i believe you've got 205 airing too you're right so it's like you're jumping from one to the other back to another or to a third yeah. now because 205 is on only on the network yeah yeah so it, it it's 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 crazy i i would say i like the concept personally just put it on the network yeah it, it's a noble idea of trying and experimenting with your uh, social media expanded opportunities right but you're not quite there yet guys yeah i mean unless until facebook comes up with an app specifically for this that can be paired on all devices mm. yeah I, I i i i get it yeah keep trying though which brings us to our last point of the night the predictions we've got going yes because next week we have a uh, a second chance for qualifications in the elimination chamber yes and we've got a fatal four-way match between finn balor bray wyatt woken matt hardy and apollo cruz i do like that woken is now uh, obligated to be put in quotes before matt hardy's name whenever it's written i'm gonna tell you right now i remember some time ago i was not watching tna Mm -hmm. and you were telling me about what the hardys were doing over there Mm mm-hmm and it sounded great. I still didn't really watch it, but it sounded cool the way you presented it to me. It was very cool. The company has now brought this 
woken Matt Hardy mm. as opposed to the previous broken Matt so Hardy. Slightly watered down version. Because I'm going to say I'm kind of underwhelmed by what I see from him. Um, I think the gimmick is terrible. And I think what they've been doing with him and Bray Wyatt is just kind of ridiculous. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. Nothing's really been happening until maybe the last week or so. Mm. But it, it's I, I don't get it. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you originally saw in it. Number one, you're not supposed to get it. Number two, I think the best person selling it right now is Corey Graves. I'll be yeah. honest. He's, he's fantastic. But yeah, so based on this, and this is where the prediction comes in, uh, I think it's fairly obvious, based on what I've already said, we're getting Wyatt and Hardy in a match at Mania, I'm already taking both of those guys out of the equation. Mm. Uh, Apollo Crews, I don't, I think, is actually good in ring for for a dude built like him. The fact that he can move as quick as he can and the moves that he pulls off is 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 incredible and amazing. But come on, man, how do you deny Finn Balor not being part of the Elimination yeah. Chamber? I mean, coming back, losing his title, you know, after losing his title to injury and. Just get him in there. I don't care if he wins or not, but I want to see him in that match. Yeah, uh, I think honestly, this lineup for the Fatal Four Way is almost the same as the ones that I picked to be in the Elimination Chamber in the first place. Really? Yeah, I figured the Elimination Chamber was going to be Strowman, Cena, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, uh, Matt Hardy, and uh, I don't know, Kane maybe. Oh yeah, There's probably okay. somebody else I'm yeah. forgetting. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been excellent in there, first of all, to see Braun Strowman going nuts in the ring, mm -hmm. uh, to see Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy continue their tenuous team-up from the uh, Royal Rumble, and also advance their storyline, make that a little bit more complex. Yeah, if, if, I thought it would have been a great yeah, opportunity no, to do that. Absolutely, and, and if one of them were already in there, then I would have, I might have been different. Oh yeah, that. if one of them were in there, I would pick the other one. Yep. Uh, but given this choice, I gotta go. I gotta agree with you. Finn Balor is the only one that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and again, coming up future weeks, especially going into Elimination Chamber, we'll have our predictions for the winner. We'll hold off on that for now. Yeah. Let's yep, see how yep, that yep. things progress. Yeah. We won't say that we fully expect Roman Reigns to win yet. Oh, um, I don't. Yeah. So oh, okay. <laughs> well then. What will the uh, the result be? You will have to tune in next week to Nonproductive's Wrestling Review. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a good night. This has been a Nonproductive Media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Nonproductive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. Thank <laughs> you.